Hey everyone, welcome back to BPX After Dark, broadcast live each Thursday night at 9 p.m. in Twitter Spaces at Radish Digital. That's digital with a J. A show that breaks down everything happening in the silos of BPX where you, the community, have the opportunity to come on stage, ask questions, and share your opinions to help influence the BPX community. And now, without further delay, let's get to this week's show with the host of BPX After Dark and the largest whale in the ecosystem, B-Jams. Hey everybody, welcome to BPX After Dark, produced by Radish Digital and hosted by the whale himself, B-Jams. This is Discord user Slappy White reminding you to check out Radish Digital, that's digital with a J, and you can find out more about auctions, breaks, content, everything you care about, including content like this, BPX After Dark, which is available in Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. Tonight, we're going to be talking, of course, about block packs. We're going to be talking about the uh, battle break we just saw, which it is, I have to say, it was a lot. I thought it was going to be good, but it was even more exciting. Um, Jams, I see you're up on stage. Jams, what were your initial thoughts about the, the battle we just saw? Yeah, no, I loved it. I mean, I I liked the idea, um, but I thought it it came together even better than I was anticipating. So I thought it was exciting. I thought it was a good mix of new people and uh, OGs winning things. Um, Yeah, I I thought it was great. The amount of people that were in the chat actually surprised me, surprised me in a good way. So that was uh, nice to see. Yeah, and James, real quick is that you, you sent me a message. And do you want to just share what that was when you were talking about that user? Uh, I forget what the message was. Let me see. <laughs> oh, yeah. Someone said, I have no idea what's going on. I still love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but isn't that, I mean, obviously that's not in analytics, but it's great to know somebody who clearly doesn't know the community, but, you know, that's the whole goal, right? You come across this. And you're just wowed by it, right? And so that's that's awesome. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, the chat was moving really, really fast, so it was uh, it was kind of hard to converse um, with any one person. But people were definitely having fun. But I think they were uh, not not exactly sure what they were having fun with in the beginning. Yeah. Well, I see James, your guest co-host, is on here. Although he's he's notably silent because he's good to be able to. Hey, James, can I just say one thing? Is that Frenchie is. I mean, it's no, we all are like, well, no, I shouldn't say we all. Sometimes people will say like, there's too much going on at block packs. When you watch Frenchie run the oct, the oct windows and everything going on, and he's watching every pitch of the Braves game while he's intelligently communicating all of this, it just goes to show me like kind of what's in his head when he's running block packs and his other businesses. This is somebody who can manage 115 things at once. Yeah, I, I can't have the game on in the background usually when I'm uh, hosting anything. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'll let you get to Frenchie, James. Hey, you enjoy yourself. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I I um I wasn't really able to follow the the chat feed because um so I didn't really get a, a I didn't really get a good flavor of the feedback from the community as a whole. But uh, from what I'm hearing from the team. Folks seem to be be pretty pleased. Um, I, I, I will admit, I was getting a little stressed by that bot when it pulled the first name, or I guess pretty early it did a it did a double on us, and then I, it, it that definitely 
Like, like that was way outside of a statistical norm for that, that size of an audience. Like, um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know if there was, um, I mean, again, we didn't just willy nilly pick that. We researched that and Tony sent it to me and I looked at the reviews and I mean, things looked good with that app. I mean, I, I felt we had made a good choice there, but it definitely did some, 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 um, some, what, what seemed to be statistical anomalies. Um, ha- having seen that, I am a little bit relieved that we didn't hit the big $50,000 bounty because the last thing in the world I would have wanted would have been any kind of, um, you know, conspiracy around something that big. Uh, but all the, you know, there were big hits there, obviously though, you know, there was very good value given out with that bot. And, um, I just, again, I just want everybody to know that I'm not, I'm not blind. I recognize that it seemed a little wonky myself, but, uh, we'll, di- we'll dig deeper into that. And, um, you know, certainly we try to do as many things on chain and that sort of thing as we can, but there's really no way you can do that type of stuff in live environments. So we have to rely on, um, a bot and definitely that's not something we want to spend our engineering time on writing one. So we definitely want to use stuff off the rack, but I'll just go ahead and, you know, kind of get that out of the way. Yeah, that was the only thing that I look at that I felt was particularly negative other than, uh, other than, other than Cooper, who just joined the stage here, breaking his computer. Cooper, what on <laughs> earth, what on earth were you thinking? Like what or not thinking? Like, how does that, how does that happen? You know, I, I, there's this really popular Twitch streamer named Jinxie I watch, and um, he always does funny stuff like that, punching or kicking his camera, and his chat always seems to love it, and it goes super viral on social media. And, and um, you know, I just thought it'd be entertaining. I pulled a bunch of commons in a row and punched it, and it just broke the laptop. Just absolute boneheaded decision. Now I got to pay for a whole new laptop. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> kind of sucks. Yeah, I mean, I take I, I, t- I take cards as payment, so you can pay me with a card, but. Man, yeah, that was uh, not your, not your, not your, not your smarter decision there. So, um, uh, other than that, though, yeah. I thought the live went really well. I had a really good time breaking. I feel like the uh, the vibes in the chat were really, really good, though, just for my um, for what I saw. Yeah, that's good. Like I said, I wasn't really able to follow the, the chat very well, so that's good to hear. Um, so. Jamps, anything, uh, anything, if anybody wants to come up on stage and chat with us, we'd love to hear it. Love to hear the feedback. Um, and again, it's, uh, it's all the text just came Are you there? Can y'all, can y'all hear me? I can't really I hear, hear Jamps. I, I can hear you. Am I not coming in? I can hear Frenchie. Yeah, it's you're the problem. And it's not us. It's you, Jan. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. All right, you said I told my know. last wife. What, <laughs> what were you saying, James? Can y'all still hear me? Can you hear me, Red? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Frenchie. Yeah. So Ben, you're you're breaking you're breaking up pretty bad. Um, but uh, like I said, I don't know if we had any. Um, I don't know if we had any specific uh, questions or anything anybody wanted to cover. I'm happy to certainly unpack. Yeah. Un- unpack any Actually, anything. Well, one one suggestion, Frenchie, for next time. I was thinking about the common games, and I when you first teased what you were going to do tonight on on um this the space we did earlier this week, I was thinking that kind of like with the common games, right? We had to pick whose team we were on. Is it would be kind of cool if you do this again, and hopefully you do do it again. Well, then again, you were testing it out, and I you're going to develop. But if you do another one like this, it would be kind of fun to 
pick the member that we want to be with. And so, and even make it public to see like how many people are with each group so people can strategize and see that, you know, people could band together and be like, oh, look at, you know, is that James doesn't have many people go over to his and it just, it's all random, but just to introduce another fun element, game element, deciding who you're going to hitch your wagon to. And by, by the way, I shouldn't say hitch your wagon. Frenchie, I have to tease you, which is it shows our age and is the fact that you talk about Robin Ventura. And it's like, at some point, you know, you, we're going to be in wheelchairs talking about that because it's going to be so far past that Robin Ventura, Nolan Ryan. My favorite part was, how different times have changed. I remember Dan Rathers on the CBS News. To bring, he ended his broadcast with a clip of that, laughing, saying it's great to see somebody his age pummeling Rob, Robin Ventura. Can you imagine Frenchie in this day and age celebrating a fight and like putting that as a feel-good story? Yes, I, I agree with you on that one, that the, uh, you know, we're we're definitely definitely showing our age with some of that stuff and i do think that i do think that 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 tim anderson and and jose ramirez are certainly forever linked <laughs> the same way the same way nolan ryan and uh and ventura are so um yeah so that's uh yeah you, definitely and that really ruined you know uh, of course the runner inspired by tim anderson and for people who are playing hth fantasy baseball is Heffrey came on and we did a couple fantasy shows, you know, just giving advice on which lineups people should go through. So we were looking at the stats for the last week and man, Runner just completely lost his focus. I mean, he was already having a bad year, but he got even worse after that fight. And you can, I mean, his team wasn't going anywhere. He's a superstar having an offseason. He gets into that fight and it just, it, it really, it really hurt his season from there. Yeah. It definitely did. I, th I think my phone's going to switch over to. Uh... I think it just did. Can you hear me still? We can. Yeah, can you hear you me? Sound good. Um, and I. Good. Yep we we can hear you. And, and and jams. It looks like he's having problems getting on stage. So I will say that Caroline um, message here, which is jams doesn't need to buy an iPhone, but he needs to be like me and borrow his wife's iPhone. Um, speaking of iPhones, Tex, I know you asked to come up on stage, and before Jams got kicked off stage or lost the ability to talk, I think he was going to you, Tex, to see if you had a question or comment about tonight. And of course, Tex, you're a winner, so why don't you share? What did, what did you win tonight, Jake? Uh, actually, I'm not positive what I won. I actually had to step away from my computer for a second, and when I came back, I saw that you know Jake was in the chat everywhere, and... Uh, I think Frenchie said he thought it was me, and he was right, I guess. But I think it was a blue, but I'm not sure who it was. Uh, Tito is saying Trey Turner is who you who you won. Wow. So apparently Tito is keeping tabs on all of us, and he oh, knows fine. exactly what we all had. So it was a blue then, right? Oh, very good. Um, I thought the night was awesome. I thought uh, Frenchie and everybody did a great job. Um, I was kind of surprised it went off as well as it did. I figured there'd be some, you know, maybe technical hiccups or whatever. Yeah, but I think, actually, I think overall before, it was a great success. Tex, before you yeah, share the rest of your thoughts, but that's a great point to bring up to Frenchie. Is that Frenchie, are you shocked, aside from people destroying hardware intentionally, were you shocked <laughs> that there, well, there, there really were no snafus? I mean, your team, they hit it out of the park. You know, I, th I thought they did a I thought they did a good job with that. I mean, they had no development help. Obviously, they, we this was a 
all off the rack solutions that we were using. And Tony, Tony gets all the credit for putting all that together. There he was our he's our on the beat. We did have a little bit of an started. Somehow YouTube booted us out on the main computer. And I guess part of their uh, two-factor authentication, you had to verify yourself back in using an app that like uh, using a device that was already logged into the account, like sending your Apple ID or something. Uh, so that was a little bit uh, tense before we got started, but really, yeah, once we got going, um, it was all it was all pretty pretty smooth sailing from there. So, and I, I do want to correct one thing, which is, and I apologize, folks, is that no, I I am not losing my head. Is that I'm trying to figure out if there's a way we can get jams back on stage and just tech, checking the technical side. I can't believe I just said uh, text that you won Trey Turner because, as we all know, Trey Turner does not inspire a home team hero. Of course, Harpoon would be, be the only Philly, and so you, there's no way you could have won a Trey Turner unless we're oh. revealing something about next year. So that's what T.O. When you said Trey about. Turner, I I wanted to correct you, but I figured I'd just roll with it. No, no, that's okay. You, you can correct me, but it's... So well, I didn't know who I'd be correcting you with. Yeah. <laughs> so like I so, said, I didn't know who I won, so... Yeah, I yeah, that's kind of so. that's kind of where I was. It, it sounded like an it sounded like a fairly immaterial error in the moment, so I just let it ride too. But I I did know <laughs> notice that we don't we don't have a hero inspired by Trey Turner yet, but uh, definitely a guy that is probably high up the list as the as the heroes begin to expand in twenty twenty four. All right, well, two things. One is that Carafine, and I see you're in here, and David Alberta has asked for the link to the Discord. Can you go ahead? And also, David, just to let you know, you can go on Twitter to blockpacks.com and I'm 90% sure they have their the discord link there but also um, I'm sure Caroline listening will reply and put it there and I would just add gentlemen that saying Trey Turner as a home team hero is not a small omission I know every one of the 25 home team heroes and that is a sacrilege to say that Trey Turner is one because that's one of the things we've never really talked about is that to that would be a fun show, Frenchie. I know in the beginning you talked about the people who didn't make it, but now that the season's over, right, it would be fun to go back and, and look at the people who weren't who weren't on there. Because, of course, the Orioles had an incredible season, and so there, was, there wasn't much discussion because we don't have a big Baltimore community in the Discord. But, you know, looking back now when you look at Baltimore, it was a team effort, but do you feel like, oh, gee, maybe we should have put somebody from Baltimore on? Well, I mean, you know, they're looking at it, they're, they're best – player coming into the season was that we, we felt was Adley Rutschman. And, um, you know, we, we really wanted to, as we've done in football and, and intend to do in basketball as well, we, we really want to kind of make players earn their stripes before they can inspire a hero. Um, and, you know, so there's, it, it's, it is tough. It's a tough balancing act in, you know, in baseball, I think we, we, we were able to do, I think we we only had 25 heroes that we had to do. I think they all were were, were solid. You, you you could make the, cho- the 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 case that certain teams maybe that like 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 uh, Jock Peterson for the Giants, right? I mean that the Giants are a pretty uh, you know a, a pretty big time franchise. We felt the Giants needed to be in, and he was the choice for that team. You know, if, we, if there are players on the Braves, certainly the, one of the most powerful offensive teams we've seen in a very long time. There's certainly players on that Braves team that are more worthy purely based on the player themselves than than Jock was. But Jock got in that West Coast franchise 
got in, um, you know, the, the gave us that as far as the, the getting the Giants in, and that's how he got that nod. And so then again, when you look back at it, the Orioles. Um, you know they don't they don't have quite the footprint that uh, as far as the market goes they they compete right there in that market with the Nationals uh, which the Nationals aren't very good right now either uh, but you know again you just kind of have to make those choices at the end would I bet on seeing Adley Rutschman in next year yes I would I think he's I think he's established well and uh, I would definitely expect to see him. Uh, next year inspire a hero and then some of the heroes will cycle out um you know you're not going to see you're not going to see tigray next year you're not going to see Botto next year you're not going to see runner next year um so some of the heroes that where the inspired player didn't necessarily do enough to keep the to, to keep themselves kind of in the mix you'll, you'll see some of the heroes cycle out now does that mean that runner couldn't ever come back it doesn't but uh you know right now I don't intend him being, I don't, I don't anticipate him being in the 2024 set. Okay. And I, I see Texas hand up, but I text, we go to you. I just want to see is that I see BRFDW's in here on the stage. And uh, BRF, did you have a question for Frenchie or just a comment about tonight's break? I was just going to give some feedback. Uh, you know, I thought it went great for the first one. And uh, obviously the obvious stuff with the, the bot and the, the giveaway bot and the duplicate winners was the thing, but to me it was less about winning something and more about just being there with the community and and watching the hits roll in. And I think the I, I think the biggest thing is the the rules for the break were very loose on how you would award points. And I think it was fun and lighthearted for for that, but to to give it more structure to where it's less ambiguous on how you could win would help and uh also sorry to hear that the uh the break was so expensive for cooper <laughs> yeah um the one thing the one thing the only thing that the only thing he lucks out on is that he had like the crappiest computer in the office so um he did he does benefit from his replacement value being a refurb type computer cost not the, the full thing but yeah it was uh Again, you know, he tried to mimic his Twitch streamer guy there, and that just didn't that didn't play well. the The one thing about the structure of the points, um, the the breaker points was just really intended to just be something more of a of a of a time filler, educate a little bit more about the the product. Um, totally, really in fun. Like I had already planned ahead of time, there was no way in the world Cooper was going to win because I wasn't going to let my kid win the thing. So like he he was drawing dead from the beginning. So that part was intentional whether we you know could you go to a format where that matters like in the scoring is based on what the breaker hits and therefore if they get better hits they score more points and then like 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 i think it was slappy that said it earlier then maybe you pair up and pick your team and if your team wins maybe you get something um and so you, you're picking your breaker ahead of time and now you're pulling for them to hit higher and better hits because they score more points and we go could we go that route? Yeah, for sure. And at that point, it's just a mathematical problem that this player's gold is worth more than that player's gold. Maybe it, maybe we tie it to the color pop points or something. So there's definitely some options there. Um, you know, one of the things about this that I like about it is that I do think this concept is something that could be shaped up into a product where it, it where where it could be sold 
break spots, but sold at a price point that is maybe a little bit different than having to bite off a full box or or a case or or, or whatever. If you're bored on a Friday night and this is taking place and you want to hop in, being able to hop in for 25, 35, 50 bucks, whatever, and having a shot at some good stuff, and then also having 90 minutes, two hours of entertainment, um, I think is a is a good value proposition for the for the community, and um, and that's certainly something that we recognize that the product has a uh, you know a, an established market that uh, kind of dictates where the price is on a per box basis, and I mean I it's I, I think it is a way to maybe make things more accessible, and also I do think maybe it becomes a little bit more of a gateway to some of the newer people, so that they they have a chance to be involved with the community participating in a smaller break like that you know that, that now they're now they feel like they're onboarding with people instead of just entirely on their own um that that's kind of really what this was all born out of so even though today it was free and we just did it this way i mean i for it to be something that we could do for a long time you, you got to pay for all that stuff right so it's either got to come out of marketing or it's got to be a product that's that that we could sell and uh but i i do i am real bullish on the format i look forward to going back and watching it and and trying to figure out how we could do it better um certainly our team is not we're, we're not professional entertainers uh hopefully we had good authenticity um but you know this is the type of thing that if it's if it was a really a home run i mean we could hire people that are really good at that and they could and they could make it more entertaining probably than what i can or what caroline or james or cooper can so um yeah just just you know we're always trying to innovate and uh kind of this mashup with red zone and and around the horn was kind of the general idea but uh all in all without being it with, with not having gone back and watched the film yet uh i'm 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 pretty pleased with, with how it went um uh brftw before we move on to tech because i think he had another question is there any follow-up you had for frenchy or did that suffice that's pretty good i mean block pass is really good about you know sticking to their like uh startup ways of you know test iterate repeat and i excited to see where this goes Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for coming up on stage, uh, BRFTW. And um, Tex, you you had your hand up, right, when uh, BRFTW came up? Yeah, I just, uh, when uh, Frenchie was talking about, um, you know, selecting the players for the the sets and what does and doesn't uh, get considered for each player and stuff, I was wondering, has there been any thought given to... um, for I know, obviously not this year, but for next year's series to um, maybe take uh, you know three or four players that are being considered and uh, allow the community to vote on which of those four players they would like. You know, for you know, do that for each sport. Maybe one player for each sport that the community gets to uh, gets to vote on. Yeah, I mean that's that's certainly not a bad idea as it relates to the guys that may be on the cusp, right? That that's not quite as obvious where we're where we're literally having to kind of weigh all the things. That that's certainly not a bad idea. Um, there, you know, there's other stuff too that does weigh into it. Like you could have two players that are both on the cusp, and one of them just has just a perfect hero concept, right? And in that case, we we. And that would be something that maybe the community wouldn't necessarily 
know is that, oh, we've got a really good hero concept for that particular guy and not that one. Um, I mean, obviously, our goal is to try to give you guys the things that you want to collect and enjoy, make it entertaining, make it sticky across seasons. And, and so that's that's the type of stuff that we're trying to do. And the more that we can let everyone feel like this is a product that that they believe in and help shape, I think that's that's good. And we definitely would would look to do some of that. But at the same time, just balancing all the different pieces that we have to balance is also part of it as well. Understandable, yeah. And and, t- and talking about making it enjoyable, I just want to remind folks, if you haven't played the Radish HDH Fantasy Tournament, is that registration for NFL Week 7? It's already up at radishdigital.com slash fantasy. And so Block Pack says, Frenchie, I want to thank you, and especially Caroline, who always is willing to help with us to get a box of HTH football, which it goes to the winner. And so that's tonight we ripped a, a box for Leeham, who wanted us to rip it for them, and ended up getting, I can't remember the gold they got, but they ended up getting a gold and two blues, and they're 20. So Leeham definitely hitting uh, uh, no color pops, but did really well in getting that. And so, of course, the winner this week is going to get that as well. Um, so, Jeff, is there any, from a nuts and bolts perspective, and I see we're only in the sixth inning. We know we're going to get to it. Um, but in terms of data, from are you going to be able to get any data to kind of be able to figure out what was existing community members, what were people who aren't in the community at all, and what were new members, i.e. in the last you know three months, six months, or have you? Yeah, so the, we, we obviously have fairly limited data that YouTube is going to give us. I think that that Nightbot does have some data that it captures. I know it has some data it captures that Tony is able, going to be able to access. But we also had the chat feed where we had uh, we asked everybody for their IDs so that we could kind of then pull them and go back and try to look at that. Um, I mean, I, I don't I don't have a great feel for where we are, but you know, if we say we, I, I think we peaked a little bit above 300. I think we maintained around 275, um, give or take, th- throughout it for something that was totally experimental and and that sort of thing. I felt like it was that was that wasn't bad as far as the turnout went. Um, I mean, y'all were in the room. You you saw the chat. You, you, you so many of you that are OGs, you know each other. Like I guess anecdotally, what do y'all think? I mean, what did you see? What did text see? Like, how, did you, do you have a feel if you had to spitball like what percent were familiar faces versus new faces? Could you do you have any idea kind of what you what you how you think it broke down? Um, the hard thing about the YouTube is that. Unlike the Discord community, oh, go ahead, Snappy. No, no, go ahead, Tex. Oh, I was just going to say, um, you know, everybody has a different YouTube name versus their Discord name. So even if it's somebody you knew from Discord, you might not necessarily recognize them from, you know, whatever their YouTube username is. That's why, like, I changed mine. My YouTube username yep. was just my name, so I changed it, you know, kind of halfway through. Um, but I think it, there were definitely new people in there. I mean, I'd say maybe a quarter of the people were new from kind of what it looked like, just from the chat and stuff. But um, there were definitely new people in there, though. And I, I think it was, you know, like I said earlier, it was a great success. It seemed to go very well. Yeah, well, so well we, um, it's. I, I think the. Go ahead, French. No, I just think, go ahead, Slappy. I think there's a little bit of a delay for you, but uh, you go ahead and make your point, and then I'll come in behind you. 
Yeah, I'm not sure why I'm getting on a delay now. Sorry about that, folks. Um, I am using an iPhone, Caroline. But the only thing I was going to say is it's hard to quantify, yes, because of the different usernames. But I think one thing's clear, and it'd be interesting people in the community if, if somebody had a different opinion, because definitely speak up and, and share that. But I think what was noticeable, Jeff, is that there were new people. And a lot of times when you do different events is that like even a Twitter space where you're, or X space where you're trying to enlarge in the audience and, and you know, you just see the minor PFPs straight down. This one was, you definitely saw some names in there that, and actually at Radish, because we do so much production, we see people's names across everything. And so I probably know more real identities of people in, in blockbacks than anyone because I, I see that across every medium we produce. So with that said, I saw a lot of names I didn't recognize, and I don't know what the number was, but it was healthy and it was good. Yeah, so like I, um, you know, we're, 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 we've had a lot of new people come in in the last, call it 30 days. Um, it, meaning, when I, when I say a lot, we, we have more new collectors in Home Team Heroes now than we had OG collectors in Home Team Heroes. Um, the, the thing that we're seeing is that a lot of them, they come in, they rip, they grab a few cards here or there, but we're, we're, we're not seeing the, we're not seeing as many of them get into the discord as I thought would happen organically. Um, and again, discord is really tough. Like it's, it's a tough tool for new, new people that have never used it. And a lot of you that are in this chat right now, probably didn't use it until you found your way into block packs or whatever. And, and I remember the first time I got into discord before black Pack, block packs even started, I was like, what the heck's going on in here? Um, so it is a bit of a lift just going through the captures and stuff is a little bit different, but it's just, we have to have a place for the community to form. And now a lot of these folks, they all have Facebooks, but man, I hate Facebook groups like that. That product just really, kneecapped the group product by the way the feed and the algorithm works and like card groups that I used to really be in and enjoy I, I'm I, I can't really get the same enjoyment out of them now because it's it's really hard for the the data to surface as far as what's new Facebook decides what they think I want to see sometimes they get it right sometimes they don't um, and so we definitely want to make sure we want to find ways for our community to gather and we don't necessarily want to have to develop that. So that's why Discord is still a great place for that. And that's why you heard me try to encourage our new people to come over to it. But when we send them just a link and then they have a bad experience trying to get in there, now they're like immediately running away from it. Whereas today, if they heard me say, hey, got to have a little patience. It's a little bit of a pain in the butt, but once you're there, it's worth it. Hopefully now they go into it with a little bit different approach than they would have if we would have just sent them a link, if that makes sense. So um, so I felt that part was was good, and hopefully we'll start seeing a few more of them start to get in there, and we're gonna keep working on that. I mean, we wanna, we wanna foster as much of that as we can, and we wanna get these people where they're trading with you all in Discord and looking forward to all the new things that are coming and asking what the miners are and all, I mean, that's all the plan, right? So we gotta, we've got some new users now, and now, now, the, now the task is to onboard them into truly into the community that's what that's what we're focused on and then once we achieve that then we'll have the peanut butter and the jelly that we need to scale because we can get you we can get new customers like that that we can do um our customer acquisition cost is really attractive 
but I want to get them in the community before we really try hey. to scale it up because I don't want to lose them. Hey, Jeff, I have a question. Um, as far as the, the BPX Discord goes, um, you know, I, I assume you guys in the office kind of run that and control it, you know, and you, you were the ones that set it up. Is, uh, I don't know if this is even something that's possible, but is there any way from like a onboarding standpoint for new people that yeah, just that one little, like your one little corner of Discord, there's any way to set it up where it's a little easier to join and not as onerous as it is to get into like the full Discord itself? Or is that just... We've talked about it. And possible? Yeah, we've, we've, we've talked about it and we, you know, and, and Michael has tried to work to make the Discord onboarding experience as friendly as we can without just basically completely conceding to bots and spammers and that sort of thing because that's a big part of what you're battling and when you have a lot of people in a discord your profile for that is 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 uh higher to be attacked with bots and spam and all that sort of thing we have thought about the idea of, of we, you know we did we did the if you remember the block packs university discord was really intended to put new people in so they didn't get lost easier onboarding um and, uh, you know, I, I, looking back on that, I can't say that it was necessarily great because then it had people fragmented in two places. And what we found is we found the people that actually engaged, they were very quick to just want to get into the big discord. Like they didn't want to be trapped in this. They didn't want to be at the kitty table. Right. And we didn't really see a lot of in between. It was either they wanted to be at the adult table or they didn't want to touch discord at all. So, um, so we have experimented with that some in the past and, you know, but, but we're always trying to think and look, and I'm, I'm confident that we'll crack the nut of how to, 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 to bring everybody together. We do have the real estate inside our own app. People are coming to the block pack site. They're using the block pack site. Could we have threaded message boards and that sort of thing to get built in natively into the site? We could it takes dev time, but it's, there's, there's other ways we can skin the cat if we're not able to kind of get everybody into, into discord. Hey Jeff, I had a um, a question for you or a suggestion. Is sure. I I think Infinite was in here and Cloud was experimenting with a, a a Discord bot that allowed you to hook it into your website that allowed you to give a snapshot into a section of your Discord and there was. Do is on the website, folks could actually look into the auction Discord auction bot to see what the current price is for each item without having to go into Radish Discord. They could see it right there. It's almost like looking through, you know, a periscope. And but th but this would I'm just thinking one of the things to get people over the hump, right? Because when you tell people like, well, join Discord, that's where it's happening. So it might be interesting if you took that bot and on your website somehow put it in, and there would be a snapshot of the general chat. And that way folks could see what's going through without actually going through all the rigmarole of joining Discord and a tease to see, hey, this is what I'm missing. So it's only it's only it's a view only. You can't even if you're even if you have a user ID, you can't like log in through the web and, and comment. You would have to then go into Discord or or it or do you know? Um, you know what? It's um, clouds in here, and one of the things we did is we went to the premium edition because we were hoping to solve one of our issues. It didn't solve. Going down, but um, 
if Cloud will come up on stage, he can let us know. Because I, I want to say that you're able to type something in without having to log into the Discord. Because, for instance, at RadishDigital.com, one of the things we do is we have a window into, into the Home Team Hero Marketplace. So folks, when they, if you're trying to pick your lineup for Radish HTH Fantasy and you forgot like, oh, who's, who do I own? It, in the, on the same page, you just go down, you can click through into Blockpack's Marketplace, log into your account, and you're actually looking at it from the Radish Digital disc, uh, website. So I know with that, you have to log in, but I believe with this and Cloud, it's like, even if you want to type, if you can't come on stage, Cloud, if you want to just type in the comments, um, if you have to be logged in, I believe you're able to type in without logging in Frenchie. Obviously, that would be a well, you couldn't you wouldn't be able to do that because you you know what I think it is? I think you you have a discord ID, but you don't belong to that server. Yeah, because that doesn't make sense. You wouldn't be able to just post something without having an ID. But at the very least, you know, it's a snapshot in. so just something to think about. And so if Infinite has any interest or you folks do, you can reach out to cloud. Yeah, so it yeah, definitely sounds like something we could uh, we, we could look at for sure. I um, I, I just you know we, we definitely want to be thoughtful. We want we want people to feel like things are simple because I believe they are. And um, you know when when Discord is the complexity we're fighting, that's a great place to be from where we were a year ago or two years ago because we were fighting a whole <laughs> lot more complexity than just Discord, right? So, um, I mean, what we are seeing is that new users are able to very much natively drop in and use the the block packs marketplace to navigate we had some navigation issues early um a lot of those i think have been solved for and have improved i'm not saying it's perfect but when we see the usage stats of what people are able to do are they able to do things that we would expect them to do uh the answer to that is a resounding yes and i think Right now, the thing that's missing is, is that collecting is inherently a social activity. And so many of you through the RAS and other things we were doing that just galvanized this community through the Discord, we have to figure out for these new people, how do we do that? And that's, that's the big thing we're focused on right now. Um, but the product itself, using the platform, all that stuff, people are, are able to, to do that. And, and we have data that supports that and shows us that they're able to do those things. Um, I know that, uh, so we just ended the sixth sending and um, I think you might be getting home. So we're going to let you watch the game, but there's just a couple updates I want to get out before we, we turn off. Um, one, I, um, I unfortunately, in case you didn't see or hear, Frenchie, is that Philadelphia got another homer. So it's three to one now at the end of six. And I have to say, I'm torn. Yeah. Because as a Yankee fan, of course, when I look back to 2009 and, you know, like it was such a great rivalry starting, you know, then with the Braves, it's like it's it's hard for me to root for the Braves. I always respected them, respected that pitching rotation tremendously. But I, as a Yankee fan who remembers those years, I can't root for them. But conversely, my, my son's math grader is a Philadelphia Phillies fan. He's the most detestable, unlikable fan there is. And I, I'm rooting for the Braves at this level because I want to see that Philly fan. Isn't that, that? Every, isn't that every Philly fan? <laughs> Too bad Philly will and Joe weren't up here. To talk. Um, so the couple though that I, I wanted Frenchie to touch on, just while we have you, is that um so there's three things or oh, actually i just said i added the third one auctions is that are we looking at auctions sometime in october or november for resumption you don't have to give us a long 
Like, tell us as much as you want. I just want to have. Uh, I just I just met with it. Jim's out for a couple of days, and we met before he uh, left. And we looked at uh, I looked at the UI, the because you have some interesting things there with the way that your auction credit gets applied versus your BPX versus a store credit if you needed to finish it off. So he and I looked at a lot of that stuff. And um, and but I uh, yeah we're 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 looking at October is the is the is the plan and the the hope. I don't if that changes I'll let y'all know. But we're anticipating an auction in October. Awesome. All right. And it, by the way, one thing I forgot to mention, you were talking about Michael and all the work he does on the Discord. And that's worth pointing out is that your Discord's only gotten better. And I mean, he made a big change. Gosh, it seems like six months ago, maybe it was eight months ago. But that was such a dramatic improvement. It was already good. It got better. And what's great is not only does Michael make the structure better, but he's also there. And he's still, to your point, Jeff, is like most of us in here, we onboarded and he was answering our stupid MetaMask questions and he helped us every step of the way and giving us the made eggs so we could make stuff happen. And so he just continues to do the 10,000 foot level and then also the bottom of the funnel level helping us. All right, two, two more uh, hot, bu hot button topics. Uh, lost miners is that uh, I'm not sure if we talked about that when you were last on, but just any, I mean, the dust is kind of settled. And so just any thoughts, Frenchie, about what happened with Carson and the big dump he had. Are you surprised how quickly the community gobbled those up and really, it was a blip. I mean, we're under 1% listed, Frenchie, Un under 1% listed. Yeah. And I looked at it. There was a, there's one, there's one blur farmer that got the absolute luckiest because again our collection the lost miner collection it, it's it's a it's a much more economical one but it it behaves more like fidenzas or chromy squiggles than it does you know a high volume pump and dump type pfp and and that's that's i believe that is a feature not a bug and what that means is if you go to fidenzas on any given day there may not be that many listed for sale. You may you may go weeks on that one without a sale. Chromie squiggles may sometimes go multiple days. But if somebody wants liquidity and they want to list one kind of, you know, listed it at a, a price to sell, it they do sell. And that's that's kind of the way the lost miners behave, right? And um and so it was we didn't have the blur depth that a normal collection that's a high volume collection would have because of that feature not a bug and the fact that people truly collect these right and so there wasn't that depth and when he dumped them just complete moron play i mean look I was, i'm just gonna call it i'm just gonna say it i tried to text him after it happened this is a guy that i was i, mean, I thought that was pretty nice to him i never never said a disparaging word about him he did some dumb dumb stuff optics wise but i didn't think he was a bad guy and i still don't um, I think he wasn't necessarily the smartest at applying himself in this space for sure. But I was like, dude, what are you, why did you do that? Why didn't you send me a message? I could have helped. And he didn't reply to that. And I sent him another one. I was like, and that one, I was a little more pissed off. And I just told him, I was like, you didn't do yourself any favors, your investors, if any favors, and you certainly didn't do us any favors. So I was a little bit bit out of shape about it because dumping miners into 0.01 bids was just lunacy. Like, like it just made no sense to, for anyone to do that. Um, there is a blur farmer that still has some of them that literally they paid that type of price for them. And they've got them all listed around right around 0 0.9, 0 0.19, 0 0.2. A fair number of them have been picked over now. So there, there are mostly floors. I'd like to see those go ahead and cycle through. Um, 
you know, I've, I, I, I don't mind owning more miners and getting more, more wonders myself, but I've just really kind of been standing off where we are. So other people, hopefully as we get closer to wonders, I'd love to grow the community. So I don't want to just go out and gobble up the good inventory that may be there, but all in all, I felt the community responded to it really well. I thought the collection um, behaved kind of like I would have anticipated it too. If you'd have told me that was going to happen and then asked me how the market would react, I think I would have probably been relatively close on what I would have thought to what really did happen. Um, but overall, I feel like that's one that, uh, if anything, if I was an outsider looking in at the lost miners, the Ryan Carson dump would make me incredibly bullish, not yeah. not bearish. And I, you know, I, I, that's 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 how I feel about it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, we're seeing the stories come out every single day now where 95% of the digital collections are, are now valued at zero, which you've been saying that. I mean, for anybody who's been in your community, you've been saying that 99% of the collections are going to go away and they're going to go to zero. We're at 95%. We're not at the bottom yet. Um, but in the midst of a, a bear market, it's it's not, not a bear market. It's just a, a, a flushing out is that what's insane is incredibly what could be an incredibly bearish signal 90 90 go we have 88 listed for sale right now so and i i heard the number uh, passed around and so it sounds like you dug into the data frenchy was it true that it was 90 that he that he let go yeah it should have been i know he had i know he had right around 100 um in held in that fund and you know when he exited the space i mean i I like to keep my finger on the pulse of who are who the big holders are. Right? I just just something I personally like to do. And as much as I like the story of the Chromie squiggles and what those are, the first on-chain art, all that stuff, the thing I don't like about them is there's a ton of big whale wallets that nobody knows who those people are. Um, with our whales, I generally know who they are, and I sent him a message when he was leaving the space and said, "Hey, what's your, you know, what are you, what's your plan?" He's like, "Oh no, we're long. We're we're gonna hold this stuff for the long term, five years." And I was like, "All right, well, cool, that's great, because I think that that aligns with what all of our collectors are and how we've tried to position the collection." So um, it did come as a little bit of surprise to me when he did it, because he had said he was gonna do something completely different. Um, which people can change their mind. I don't. I don't have a problem with that per se. I, the, the only thing I had a problem with is that this is a guy that I was. I won't say we were necessarily friends because I didn't know him in the real world, but we were definitely acquaintances well enough, and I had and I had enough of a rapport with him that I was di sorely disappointed that he didn't reach out to me when he wanted to liquidate. And I, I feel like I probably could have helped. Um, I know I could have helped, but he he chose to go a different route. Do you think, Frenchy, it's I, – I, I was mentioning to somebody that I, he had – it was almost an embarrassment at what happened at the end. Do you think his feeling was just – it's one of those things you're really embarrassed and you just want to have it over. And so he had a legal obligation to liquidate his fund. So he could – you know, his whole thing was just accept them and get out. And that way I don't have to worry about it. I mean I, it, it certainly couldn't be – I mean – I'm not sure how many assets he liquidated. Was it, I mean, was it a thousand total? Was it 10,000? Because I, I guess the other part is if he was forced to liquidate his fund and he had 5,000, um, you know, I guess we can't expect him to go through every single one. Now, I agree with you, like with 90, um, with the value they had in your fund, you would think that that, that would have been worth at least a phone call to you. But it would be, I'll tell you what, if we can get, if we can get Carson on X Spaces, Frenchie, we'll invite you back to co-host that one. 
Yeah, all right. That sounds great. Like he, I, I, that would be, you'd have a lot of people in web three coming to throw knives at knives at him for sure. But the, um, the, the, the thing is you do have, you would, you would have a fiduciary duty to the people that were in your fund. I mean, it was just boneheaded, man. I mean, um, again, you're going to trade your moonbirds out. It, it, you know, that's a, that collection. Once it went CCO, you don't have a lot of the premium paid for rares and, and attributes that one, you know, you sell them into blur bids. Is that the most efficient way to go ahead and get it done at scale? Probably, frankly, um, and, and take your poison, but to, to just blindly do that with other stuff that, that just made, you know, it made no sense to me. It was stupid. I thought he got hacked when I saw that, you know, he had accepted bids at like 0.03, even 0.01, I was like, man, he had to get hacked. So my first message was him to like, holy crap, man, did you get hacked? No reply. Then another message. And I think I sent him three total. And, and, and like I said, the last one was not necessarily, I mean, I didn't, I didn't like curse him out or anything, but I, I let him know that I thought it was dumb and, and that, and certainly I didn't feel that he had done, done me any favors or our community any favors when our community had been good, good to him. And, you know, nobody when, when when everybody else was running him out of town with the pitchforks for doing stupid things and again sometimes people do stupid things and are not bad people and I, I don't think ryan carson's a bad person like I, he didn't do anything that showed me he was a bad person other people may disagree with that i know some people do disagree with that take that was my take my take is that he just did some stupid shit and i don't equate stupid with making you a bad person but um, but I definitely was annoyed with the way he did it, lack of, you know, even, even acknowledging me when I reached out to him. Um, yeah, if, if, if my phone rings and it's him, I'm going to send it to voicemail. So, yeah, to the extent there was a bridge there, I mean, he burned it. So yeah. that was, he did it, not me. It is what it is. <laughs> if the phone doesn't ring, it's me. Um, well, let's end that segment on a positive note. And I know you mentioned the accepting offer for a point zero one and i think that was the welding mask so Frenchie, you looked at all the ones that were released and what was the one because it'd be great for the people in the community obviously many people only nagged a lot of those so looking at all the ones that went out into the wild and then were scooped up by community members what's the one you wish you were sitting at a computer and could have snagged yourself um to be completely honest that is not the level at which i unpacked it i was when i so I, I think you know this but others may not i was actually away from keyboard that day when it all went down i didn't know like i just started getting texts and then like so i wasn't there to be able to kind of see it and i know that a lot of the really good ones the bots got them or the the farmers got them and then they flipped them really quick to other community members and they kind of got into an immediate they went into a vault and then it just kind of trickled down from there as far as the quality of the miner, the attributes, the rarity, all those things um, to kind of get it to where then it was some floors. And then those were, I guess, for a while down as low as like, I, I think they got down, like maybe some of the got flipped back out at like 0 0.1, 0 0.12. And it just kind of steadily kind of rose back up. Um, the data that I then had pulled was how, how many of them are still held by blur farmers um, and that, that was the main thing for me. And like I said, I think there's one farmer they're sitting on about, I think they've got about 25 of them left. I'll be totally fine buying all 25 of them. I just don't, I just haven't done it because if somebody else wants them, especially with wonders as a catalyst coming up, I'd love to see other people get them. Um, I don't intend, I don't intend to let that farmer hold them unless they just jack their price up to something stupid. I don't intend to let that farmer hold them for wonders claim meaning I will buy them before the wonders if nobody else gets them. Um, 
but I think that's the last big chunk that that I would say I don't know that concerns the right word, but ones that I would like to just get back into friendly hands, basically. Yeah, sure. Well, and speaking of wonders, friendly that. Uh, friend sheet that's going to be the last thing i'm going to ask about but before we get there i just want to see any final thoughts from big rob or tech super uh, big rob any questions or comments you want to close with all right you're on mute big rob i don't know if you are able to i know it's bedtime for people in different time zones you're in central i'll come back to you or raise your hand if, if you have a final thought uh text any final thoughts or comments questions uh, yeah, my final thoughts are just, uh, I thought it went really great uh, for the very first time. And uh, I I don't know, other than uh, Cooper destroying the place, I, I don't think there was much uh, to be uh, disappointed about. I think you guys should be really excited. And um, I yeah, look and forward you to know the what, next text, one. Gonna, I can't uh, wait. <laughs> thank you for coming on stage, Tex. I do want to piggyback on that. And one thing... I will just say, Jeff, when you talked about, you know, everybody loved it. They were excited. You know, you can get professionals to come in and do this and you can start doing more frequently. The only thing I would suggest is in the beginning, I would keep some members of your team, like maybe even go ratio of, of two new people and two existing. Because I think one of the things that was fun for the existing community is we've gotten to know James, Matthew, Cooper and Caroline. And it's it's just incredible seeing them and getting to know them more, right? They're people behind a keyboard. So that was part of that's part of the excitement. But you know, as James was pointing out, there were brand new people who saw it, loved it. You are a great showman. You were you you were the um, uh, circus ringleader in the middle of your your circus and no no pun intended against uh, your team which are great people and they're no clowns but you were you were doing a great job so i will say yes you could bring in professional breakers yes you could do it but i would keep some of that original talent because the excitement tonight is that um it was i will say this frenchie is that it was hard not to listen to every word tonight and what's what happens sometimes, right, is that with a lot of stuff going on, is like you might miss a moment here or there, and we're not all like text. Is like I find it very, I found it very hard to miss a word tonight, and it was that kind of riveting thing. All right, so I, I want to ask you a question about Wonders of the First, but just a quick reminder to folks is that um, one is about the Radish Fantasy. We created a fantasy game that you use the home team heroes that you own. Right now we've hey, got, slappy, it's closed slappy, for slappy, NFL slappy, Week 6, which slappy, is, nobody's talking about slappy. the game tonight. We're just talking about baseball. But you can go to RadishDigital.com. Slappy, shut up. Go to RadishDigital.com and you'll find it. And that's digital. Hey, slappy. You can sign up for slappy. Week 7 now. And of course, Block Packs is great. It's the HTH football for the slappy. winner. And then the other thing are auctions. Which is we're experimenting with the options. Jeff, can you hear so me? Because it's new, uh, we do a yeah, lot of Yeah, I can. I'm, gonna, right I'm about now, to hit a dead no zone. That's why I was trying to. For that. And we actually have two collections uh, that are going to Jeff, hit. We've if, got two if we lose you, I'll let them know. Entire collection up for auction. All right. And so those are going to be hitting the auction page here in the next couple of days once we get some inventory that we can post for you. So be on the lookout for that. All right. With that said, Frenchie, I'm sorry to keep you away from the Braves as long as we have. I'm sure you're probably in your in your living room listening or watching the game but uh wonders of the first for everybody who's out there um when do you foresee the snapshot and when do you think the mint will be um yes yeah, so i was i'm really close to hitting a dead zone i actually pulled over on the side of the road here but i'm gonna have to move in a second um but uh we're we're still on pace to kind of have those in out in the answer is we're still anticipating uh early-ish november 
um, to get that out. I'll, we'll, as far as the snapshot, the final snapshot will be as close to the claim as we can get it. There's no reason to, yeah. So it takes, keep, I'm going to keep going, Jeff. Yeah. I, I, I just, off. Well, I'm going to, I'm literally, as soon as I go up this hill here, I'm going to, I'm going to lose signal, but, um, All yeah, right, so well, the, the, we're still, we're still on pace for that. Um, I, uh, actually just talked to Kisher today. Um, he's got some art stuff that he's, um wanting to get buttoned up but i asked him i said you know are we or is the is the timeline in jeopardy and he didn't feel that it was so uh i think we're i think we're still in good shape there and the snapshot will be as late as we can push it like we're not we're not going to be in our we're not going to we're not in a hurry to snap it all right well it's uh awesome i know everybody's looking forward to it uh get home enjoy the rest of the braves game hopefully they can win this thing and uh thanks for everything uh, this is uh, Good Night from uh, BPX After Dark featuring B-Jamps. And, uh, and Frenchie was nice enough to join us. Uh, until next time, we'll talk to everybody later. Thanks. Nighty night. You've been listening to BPX After Dark, which is broadcast live each Thursday night at 9 p.m. in Twitter spaces at Radish Digital. That's digital with a J. Hosted by B-Jamps, we want to thank you, the listener. A special thanks to those in the audience who raised their hand, came on stage, helping to make BPX the best community. BPX is a community built by collectors for collectors. That's it for this show. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.